So while you're here, and if you haven't yet signed up for the Clinic Boost Method in whatever way, go to our website, clinicboostmethod.com, get the free case study, and sign up for the patient tracking module. Episode 33, <laughs> Clinic Boost Podcast. Okay, let's start. <laughs> Why so serious, Daniel? <laughs> well, it's just, it's just a, such a pleasure to be able to communicate so many ideas over time to, to our listeners. And we're going to talk today about something that we haven't covered previously, and that's actually the hiring part mm-hmm. of the Clinic Boost Method or of any clinic around the world, because what we hear from most uh, clinics, that their number one problem after getting, or well, not even getting more patients, or making sure that that those patient leads actually turn into treatment cases, but is actually looking after their staff and having high quality staff. Yeah, the hiring, and we we touched a little bit on hiring uh, with onboarding, how to onboard. We ah, had a yes. podcast okay, on that. Okay, good, good. Thanks for reminding me, Alex. Yeah, yeah. So, just we like to keep things very, very simple, very, very quick here at Killing Boost. So. It's a, still, it's a five-step method. So everything you should be doing along the patient journey, if you've listened to the Clinic Boost podcast before, then you know the Clinic Boost patient journey consists of getting a message, getting a call, having a consultation with the patient, having treatment with the patient, and then asking them for a review referral yeah. so that the cycle can continue. And it's exactly the same with hiring. So imagine those five stages and how would they apply to somebody new or potentially new in your clinic. So you're you're trying to attract, instead of patients, top talent. So you're going to be doing the marketing ladder for new hires, new doctors, new nurses, new receptionist staff, new admin staff, back-end, front-end, however you want to call it. And then they're going to enter your funnel, we call it in sales term. So they're going to enter in first by sending in a message. Yeah, yeah. And I would love to add here something. So it's very similar, if you think about it, it mirrors uh, the patient journey. And let me explain why. Uh, When you want to have as many patient inquiries, you have some sources to to attract them, right? Yes. And there are six. And there are six, yeah. But you, you, you would never stop, right? Like you would never like, okay, let's shut off the whole website. We have enough. You would always do it. So my question, why don't you continually do it for hiring? Yeah, it's a very good point. Always be hiring. Always be hiring. Always be firing. But that's <laughs> another that's for another podcast. <laughs> so messaging. So what you're trying to do, you're trying to get in as many CVs as you can. Yeah. That's it on a constant basis. And we're not looking at well, just one CV per month. You we're looking at like 30 per day. You need to have patient flow and you need to have new hire flow because then you can choose and you can mm-hmm. find out on the discovery call when you call back to those cvs if they're a suitable fit for your clinic and if you are a suitable fit for them as an employee mm-hmm. exactly the same as with patients and then once you've filtered them down you've like in a way qualified them then they're going to come in to your consultation process which is in the in a way just an interview, interview yeah, yeah an interview and as sim- similar as with patients, this can be done ideally with the clinic owner or a doctor, but it can also be done with patient manager or a combination of both. Okay. So after you've done those initial diagnostics and you've done the checks and seeing if it's a potential, if it's a good fit, you are going to have them in a way in your calendar. 
They're going to become part of your team and they're going to be there working for you a few days a week, a few hours a week or Mm -hmm. full time. And the process here in stage four is to quickly discover, you know, their weaknesses and their strengths, just like we do in Clinic Boost. So you're going through an onboarding process that will test them continually, continually teach them the right ways of doing things, the right systems, the way that you want it as a clinic owner to be, and what are their weaknesses and strengths. Anything they can also add to your existing, you know, clinic and, cl- and clinic uh, system. And then finally, we are going to ask, like we do for for patients after treatment, we're going to ask them for a referral and a review. And it's the same with staff. Once they've received, once they've entered that phase when they're not in like trial period or training period mm-hmm. they're actually in there you're going to reach out to their friends because they obviously studied somewhere and they have a group mm-hmm. of friends that are very much like like them who you could potentially have in your clinic as well that's the other one and you're going to ask them for a review so you want them to spread good words as much as possible about about their work and about their clinic to other piece other other potential candidates so that this just like with patient referrals, starts the process again. So simply by them saying how great it is working in your clinic on their LinkedIn profile yeah. or on their Facebook profile or on Google or wherever, you will be able to create more and more referrals from that as well. And that's how that's a simple, simple hiring process. But good point by Alex, you never stop. Yeah, it's the same. It's uh, It mirrors the patient journey. I think that's a quick hack. It's the patient journey, but internal for the new employees. Yeah. I just want to handle something before we finish is, is it a hassle? In a way, it's an extra job. It's an extra system that you need to plug in, but it's a bigger hassle when someone dies, leaves, gets pregnant, uh, gets fired, and you have a huge gap and you're not able to create extra income. Yes, I feel it. So what's better is to have a long list of CVs in your cupboard, they can just pull out, well, this was a potential, this was a potential, and you've already done a number of interviews ready to fill that position. Secondly, the staff have pressure. Exactly, that's what I wanted to say. That's the second benefit, which is really substantial if you think about it, because it creates this peer pressure or this social pressure, so they perform, you know, because they know they are replaceable. That's very dangerous if you have some employee you know, remember the the number one is the most dangerous. If you have someone who is like irreplaceable and they know it, of course they can start like, okay, uh, I want more. Yeah. I want more. Or I want to work less. For example. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind. It's certainly a worthwhile stage to do it. If you're in the clinic boost method, it's part one of the last things that we do managing your team and scaling your team. We work first through, um, either your patient journey Mm -hmm. or bringing in more new patients because both of those can result, can have a great effect on your bottom line Mm -hmm. after tracking. Sorry, I missed tracking. Tracking first, then patient journey, uh, marketing, and then we move into scaling your team, managing your existing team and hiring new people as you grow. Super. That was a bit longer, but it hopefully gives you some insights into hiring. If you've got any questions about hiring or how we manage that process for clinics around the world, feel free to send us a question anytime. It's support at clinicboostmethod.com. Speak soon. Okay, bye guys.